0: Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl.
1: Hello, hello, ladies. We are live one more day here on a Tuesday. It's Level Up Tuesday. It Come is. on, somebody. Uh, we are here tonight um, bringing you another uh, uh episode today is season two episode five of your show our show level up girl Girl. so if you are tuning in and walking into this live go ahead and tag somebody uh today we have a nice little uh um contest right Oh uh which we want to share with you in a little bit but first we want to say hello to all the ladies that are walking in into this live i don't know where you find yourself if you find yourself uh, driving home from work or you just got home go ahead and hit play hit share and go ahead we'll do the rest of the talking while you're uh, uh settling in mm-hmm. into your homes um we would love to uh, give a shout out to all the ladies that are joining us right now they're logging on I don't know if you see anybody there on instagram I haven't seen any uh, ladies now here on um on youtube and facebook uh, but we have a couple of people that are. Lo- On now, I don't know in and out. Super excited to be here on the Tuesday, and uh, for each and every one of you that are logging on, amen. So we have uh, Christina, we have uh, Elise. God bless everybody um, that is joining us we thank god that we are still here we're still standing yes no matter how how much we struggle no matter how much uh life throws at us we are still standing and sometimes that's that's a victory within itself that's right yes i always say that we always look towards these uh big um uh, miracles when we have miracles every day right right and uh we thank god for the miracle of life for the miracle of being able to um still stay standing although the struggle may be real um life gets real right but um god is still our god and he's still in control so go ahead and text somebody we're going to be announcing that um we have a couple of uh t-shirts our sister uh terry from the Faith squad we like to give her a nice shout out uh terry we love you and we bless you amen we pray increase in your business uh terry was gracious enough to um go ahead and donate some t-shirts that she made for us uh, for the girls so we can uh, give them out in a nice uh, contest that we're going to be having. Uh, so go ahead. I don't know if you can see them, yes here they are. Yes, and they are beautiful. Oh, look at all that bling. Look at all that Ooh. bling on Instagram. I don't know about you, but if I was you, yeah, I'd go share. ahead and share. <laughs> um, the contest is going to constitute this. You're going to go ahead and you're going to go and um, put uh, 10 ladies that you know. You're going to write them in the comment. 10 ladies that you know, go ahead and write their name on the comments so that they can be tagged and they can tune in. So 10 ladies, whoever writes 10 names on their uh, feed uh, will uh, enter to win one of these beautiful T-shirts that Terry made. I just showed you this one. It's uh, Romans 4, 7, uh, and 8. Amen. Simply blessed. We have another one here. This one says some girls are just born with glitter oh okay. my goodness and this one says let your faith be bigger my gosh these are beautiful girls we're gonna have two winners today so go ahead and write 10 names i know that you ladies know more than 10 women go ahead and tag 10 names of women that you know on the comment so that they can get a nice little uh a message saying that we are live that way they can tune in and they can be blessed by what we're going to be talking about today so i don't know where my married ladies are i don't know where the ladies that are wanting to get married but yeah. wherever you are you better go ahead and tag somebody because tonight is going to be lit we're going to be talking about uh relationships we're going to be talking about marriages we're going to be talking about women that want to get married and some pointers that they might want to write down
0: uh, really quick. Go I'm ahead. sorry, Pastor. I have somebody looking for the live on Facebook. Um, it's going to be under Luz Hernandez Ministries. Yeah. Um, You can look her up on
1: there. Or, or you can go to
0: YouTube. you can go to YouTube. It's also under Luz Hernandez, right? Luz mm-hmm. Hernandez, Hernandez Ministries. Ministries.
1: Now you can go there, subscribe and hit the little bell so that you get notifications every time we are live. That'll be easy for you because you'll get the notifications. You just got to click in. Uh, YouTube is usually uh, a little better than all the other ones yeah. because you get direct access and, you know, you kind of see us uh, face forward. Um, I didn't go live on on Instagram. We were having a little bit of uh, technical difficulties, but I know you tagged me on there, so I hope that it's going live on my feed as well. Um, but we are live on YouTube, uh, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, YouTube is going to be under Luz Hernandez Ministries. That is your best way of Kind of seeing us go ahead and subscribe to the channel hit the little notification bell button and that way you get a notification every time we go live ladies we are hoping that you go ahead and tag 10 women we have the fate squad in full effect god bless you Faith squad we love you ladies if you are not part of the fate squad go ahead and uh go, uh go to facebook and in facebook you're gonna look up level Up girl fate squad and you're gonna go in there and answer a few questions request to be accepted and we will definitely go ahead and accept you into the group it's just a community of women it's a movement of women that have chosen to level up they have chosen that you know what the status quo is not for them anymore they don't just want to be below level Mm -hmm. they want to come up to par and they they know that they have a destiny to fulfill that's right so you know that if you damage you can't fulfill your destiny Mm. oh my god i wish i had somebody that understood That if you're still trying to heal from things that have broken you and you are still in the broken stage, it will be difficult for you to fulfill that destiny that God has called you to fulfill. So why have we decided to do this? We decided this because we needed somebody when we were going through our desert, through our storm, to lock arms with us and and be our support system. That's right. How many of us know that there are too many women out there tearing each other up? Mm -hmm. Not enough women that are builders. Come on, somebody. You don't have to be a contractor to build. If you are in the kingdom of God, you can Mm -hmm. build something. Oh, my Lord. You preaching. I know.
0: I'm going to just sit back and sip on my tea.
1: (laughs) You know what? We need some tea. We need some tea or something. We're going to spill
0: it right now. Y'all need to to stay connected because we're going to spill the tea, okay? Yes.
1: Listen. It is important for you to know that you have to come up to level in order to be able to continue to build what what God has ordained in your life to build. So go ahead and tag somebody that you know they need this word. Now, last week and the week before, we were talking to single women. And a lot of the women's daughters were so interested in this topic because, you know, they're dating. They started to date. They're trying to find themselves in the dating world, right? Mm -hmm. But tonight we're going to do something different. Tonight, we're going to ask all the women. Now, listen up. If you want this to be ladies night, it can totally be ladies night. You don't got to include anybody right. else. <laughs> you can watch it on the replay with that. With Get your kids. Okay? Yeah. Well, this one is going to be with your husbands because we're going to be talking to married women. Mm. So they might want to learn something. You might want your men to learn something because we're going to be talking about some good stuff. So you might want to call them and say, hey, babe, I know that you're, you're, you're nosy. And you're always listening in on Level Up Girl to see if we're talking about you. That's my husband. Yeah, my husband too. <laughs> so listen, you don't got to be nosy tonight. We're going to invite you to bring your husband, right? And he doesn't have to sneak and and kind of watch a little bit and, and, and put it in his mm-hmm. uh, AirPods so that you don't hear that he's hearing. You can share it with him. That's now, sweet. if you want it to be private and you want it to be ladies now you can go ahead and enjoy this and later on on the replay you said babe you know what i want i want to watch this on the replay with you you can do that too it's totally up to you what you want to do if you just want to share this with the ladies tonight you can go ahead and do that if you want to share this with your significant other you can go ahead and do that too Mm -hmm. amen terry we love you we just showed some of your beautiful shirts. amen we have a little contest going on We wanna give a shout out to our sister, Terry, which provided these beautiful t-shirts so that we can go ahead and have uh, fun with you ladies and have a couple of contests. Tonight we're picking two winners, but next week we're gonna be also continuing this because she was uh, gracious enough to donate several of these shirts that she made. We thank you so much. We definitely declare that God will continue to expand your business and bless you amen
0: thank you terry
1: thank you so much Mm -hmm. um ladies as you know we said this is a contest so you have to include uh the names of 10 women that you know on the comments we're gonna go back into um facebook and we're gonna see who has 10 women tally that up and then we will be announcing it next week or we will we will actually send you a message and then we will also uh declare the winners next week for
0: you that are on instagram watching um i think i read somebody say that you can't tag on here um i usually post the video on my page after we're done so you will be able to tag people i mean if you if you choose to you know after we're done you can go ahead and tag people and we'll also consider you yes um for the raffle
1: so after we're done with uh with the live um, she's going to uh, go ahead and upload the video into Instagram. You can go ahead and, and uh, tag 10 women on the video, and you will be included uh, yes. to go ahead and, and win the shirts. The shirts are beautiful. They are great material. They are glitter. I don't know what woman doesn't glam. love glitter, but it's glitter glam. Mm-hmm. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So we bless you ladies so much. Um, like I said today we're talking to married women or on the subject of being married but if you're looking to be married you can take down some notes and go ahead and share it with somebody anything else no let's just get this started I'm ready amen listen ladies quickly we got four different segments the first segment we have is always called entanglements. It is things that have caught you up, that have you tied up, that have you in the back somewhere, that have you struggling underneath the level that you need to come up to. That's what entanglements are. It's always something that is holding us back. Yes. Second, uh, the next one is the level up. That's right.
0: Level up is what pa- Pastor says. That's it's right. Coming up to, you know, level, uh, getting out of that place of uh the ruins the brokenness That's the right. toxicity mm-hmm. or anything that you know um has had you caught up we we're trying to get you up to level or at least you making the decision to say listen i'm here because i want to intake whatever you have to take and I'm just getting rid of the toxic stuff that's right. this year
1: and I'm just leveling up. That's right, so that's then, what it is. We always then back that up with the word because there is nothing better than declaring the word of God that has already been established. We know by reading the word of God that the whole universe, everything that we see was created by the word of God. Mm-hmm. So if if the word of God is so powerful to create everything we see, what can it not do for us? That's so we right. always declare word, we always go into the word so that we can come up to par with the word of God. Yes. We ended up with affirmations. And lastly
0: is affirmations. It's um, the word comes from the word affirm. Yeah. Uh, life and death are in the power of the tongue. And so That's we right. choose to
1: affirm, you know, amen in jesus name amen so <laughs> that was so simple. simple it's just simple just simple in jesus name amen so today uh funny what is our entanglement what what do we call it because they already know what we're going to talk about it's called help me i'm married oh my goodness help me lord help me lord Help me, Lord! I'm married. You know, single women. You know, you 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 kind of. It's like you're in a race, mm-hmm. and you can't wait to get to that to that time where you cross that finish line. It's like I'm married. Yes. I made it. I made it to the <laughs> other side. I made it to the other side, and and you think to yourself, you know what? Um, I th- I think I'm good. I I arrived. Finally, Finally I'm married, and so now what? And when you're in the other side, when you're in the married boat, then you're like, you got a whole set of other problems, right? It got real. And, and real then it got real and you're Zero like, to I'm going to need to fast. <laughs> I'm going to need to pray. I need some intercession. Come on. Intercession, somebody. You know, um, <laughs> it's funny. My first sermon after I got married, first sermon, I'm going to give you the title because I'll never forget. I said, there are walls and giants mm. in the promised land. Cause when mama got to the promised land, you're thinking you're gonna be eating, you know, milk and honey. Boy, (laughs) I don't know. There might be some milk and honey, but there's some giants and walls you gotta conquer. And a lot of the times we think that we're walking into marriage and it's just gonna be sweet as pie. It's gonna be, you know, a walk in the park. And I always say, even roses have thorns any blessing has responsibilities yes. and so a that. lot of the times we're thinking to ourselves you know what i i i, I can't wait to get to married life because when i when i when i get married i've arrived
0: mm. and then
1: when you arrive you're like i'm not even halfway there
0: help me lord help me lord i
1: need help <laughs> somebody come on somebody i don't know if you married women out there understand what we're talking about but you holla at your girl if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Amen. You hubbies that are watching too. You can go ahead and, 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 and comment too. We'll Chime take your in. comments. That's right. Chime in, you know, you can tell on your on your wives, you know. I'm sure you want to. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so today's topic, today's entanglement is called Help Me Uh Mary. This is from a book by the uh by the uh author Joyce Meyer. Uh, we will be going through some of the things that she talks about. When I was single, I went ahead and I bought this, even though I wasn't married. I said, "Help me, I'm married." Oh, you was getting prepared. I was Look getting prepared because I wanted, you know, I wanted him to find a good okay. thing. You know what I'm saying? And um, <laughs> let me tell you, that book is the type of book that when you open it, you can't put it down. Really? The book is—I I don't know exactly how many pages, but it's like this mm. thick. And I think I read it in less than a week. Oh, wow. It was that good. It was that good. All (laughs) the topics. And let me tell you, some of the uh, topics that she has in there helped me even in other areas of my life. Um, For instance, there was this one um, chapter on forgiveness. And um, I I read it really late at night. I think it was like I was still living at home at that time when I read it. And it was maybe like 12, 1 o'clock when I finished reading it fell asleep with that in my mind. I had a dream that I had a conversation with my mom and I was crying and asking her for forgiveness. So I woke up early that Saturday morning and it was God confronting me. And I said to Mm -hmm. God, God, did I really forgive her? Because I had, we hadn't had that conversation that I had forgiven her, Mm -hmm. you know, because I, I blamed everything that I went through on her because, you know, she left me behind in in DR and I went through so much trouble, so much things that scarred me for life. And so for a long time, I was blaming her for my woes Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I had a conversation with her where, you know, we pieced it up. I told her I loved her. We forgave each other, but how many of us know that we start to push things down and sometimes we don't even know that things are in there until the Holy Spirit just starts to take that murky water and bring it all the way up. And when he starts to work with you, you you have to kind of snap out of it and say, you know what? I thought I had forgiven for real, but let me tell you how I knew that God was right and I was wrong. Mm. Because whenever my mom would, t- my mom is the type of uh, of mom that she always wants to make you food and yeah, yeah, you know yeah. all that stuff. She always wants to take care of you, right? So she would always say, oh, what do you want me to make you for breakfast? Mm-hmm. And, you know, I would always be like, well, I want this. I want that. Mm-hmm. And then subconsciously, subconsciously, I would say to myself, that's right. You have to make it up to me. Mm. Oh. That's deep. That's a whole word for somebody. Because some, subconsciously, we're making people pay for the errors that they did against us. Oh. Oh my look, I look at look at my my goosebumps. You can't see them from there, but I have goosebumps from the top of my head to the soles of my feet. Because there's somebody watching right here, right now, that somebody hurt you. Doesn't have to be a spouse. It could be a friend. It can be a mother. It can be a father. It can be a sister. It can be a brother. Somebody hurt you so bad. And you thought you forgave. You even had the conversation. You even went and you pieced it out. You even gave each other gifts. You even, you know, hugged it out. You cried it out. And you thought that you had forgiven. And all of a sudden, you hear this in your subconscious you have to make it up to me. And you continue to treat these people subpar, under level, because subconsciously you're thinking to yourself, that's right. You have to do that. You have to go the extra mile because you you messed it up. You owe me. Mm. Come on, Sonny. That happens a lot in relationships
0: with people who've maybe uh, dealt with infidelity. Mm. Um, I've been in that situation myself, but I've also been, you know, in conversations or heard conversations like that. And we will take somebody back and say, "I forgive you. I forgive you." But when things start to get shaky and a little rocky, all of a sudden we're throwing. That rock again. That rock again. I posted about it, like, why Why are we washing dishes? And you're mad because I left the dish in the sink, and all of a sudden- now It's you not have, about the dishes no more. Oh, now all of a sudden. But you cheated, you cheated on me- you Three, know, years, three ago. years ago.
1: Three years ago. What? Oh, my Lord.
0: Yeah, there's oh some Lord. things deep down in there that a- anything Ugh. that causes you to snap, will take you back to that place. And
1: those are the moments you know that you are not healed from yes. that. And those are the moments you know you did not forgive. That morning when I woke up on Saturday morning and I heard my mom, you know, uh, uh singing mm-hmm. her, her coritos because <laughs> I grew up in church. So she would always sing the, the hymns, right, mm-hmm. from church. And she would wake us up Saturday morning, right, singing her coritos. And there she is, blaring her, her songs. Mm. And I wake up to this and I am bawling. I was crying inside of my dream and it created such a huge emotion that I was crying outside Mm -hmm. of my dream. Mm -hmm. When I woke up, I had tears running down my eyes and I said, God, are you telling me that I really did not forgive my mom? I thought I forgave her, God. Please help me, Lord. Are you telling me that I haven't really forgiven her? And I woke up in shambles. I had to run to the to the uh, uh, kitchen where she was, and I threw myself on her, and I said, Mommy, please forgive me. All this time, subconsciously, I was making you do things, and I was happy that you did things for me because I was holding it over your head that you abandoned me. That that I, you know, I went through so many different things, mm-hmm. uh, and and that's why all my depression and everything that I've gone through because I always blamed you and I thought I for. This is what I told her. I thought I forgave you, but the Holy Spirit just brought it up to level, and now I can see that I really didn't let it go. My mom was bawling she was apologizing for not being the mom that i deserved mm-hmm. for her to be i was apologizing for apologizing that i didn't apologize and we were just in 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 a in a, in a circle. apology zone it was apology zone everywhere Aww. but let me tell you something guys i'm telling you this because there are sometimes that God wants to work with us and because we won't be real with ourselves mm. because we don't want to let the Holy Spirit uncover the things that we have pushed all the way down mm. to the point that is in the subconscious mm. level of us that we don't even know it's there come on but when you let God start to work on you and start to take out all the garbage you know that closet that you mm. keep all that garbage in, and start taking all that garbage out and you let him deal with that and you give it all unto God He's gonna clean your heart. He's going to uh, bless you. He's going to bring the, reconci- the real reconciliation. Not the fake one. Not the one that you're like, okay, let's piece it up. And yep. then every time you get into yep. an altercation or an argument or something, you're remind- reminding your friend about three years ago when she you know, she uh, uh, stabbed you in the yep. back. I forgave you girl, but you know what? I, I can forgive, but I don't forget. Yep. Oh, oh my God. Been there. And all these things just bring down our relationships, yeah. not only in marriage, I mean, but especially in marriage. That is not healthy. It's a grudge. Those are grudges. Those are grudges. Those are grudges. You got to let go of them because if not, you're hurting yourself and you're hurting your spouse. You know, um, I grew up in a home where, you know, my, my dad was unfaithful. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it got to the point where uh, my mom would do that. She would always throw things in his face, throw things in his face. And one day, you know, I was already older. And you know that when you become older, you become a friend with your mom. It's like your besties, you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I had a conversation with her and I told her, listen, if you decided to forgive dad, as bad as a a, a husband that he's been. If you decided to forgive him, you're gonna have to let it go. But I'm gonna tell you something, you're not gonna stay with him and you're gonna make him sick to his stomach every time he does something wrong, you're gonna remind them that he cheated on you. Because you're not gonna be happy and you're gonna make his life impossible. And you both deserve to be happy. At the end of the day, he made a mistake. And if he if he says that he's apologizing and you're accepting that apology, right. you got to let it go. Mm-hmm. Because you're hurting yourself and you're hurting him. That's right. Might as well leave each other and you can be happy somewhere else yep. and let him be happy somewhere else. But if you chose and you made that decision as an adult, mm-hmm. we got to come into terms with those things. right? right? So tonight we're talking about marriage. Um, this is good for those that are married. This is good for those that want to get married. Um, this is great for us to just prepare. Amen. So it says here that marriage is not just the paper. No. Have you ever heard people say that? Marriage is just the paper. Yep. I don't really want to go and do that whole thing. It's just a paper. Money's just a paper too. Come on, somebody. We don't but, see them throwing it away. Hey, but you want that money. Oh, right? Amen. <laughs> That's right. I like that one. I like that one. Listen what it says here. The covenantal union of marriage involves an agreement between a man and a woman To hold fast to one another. And I'm not going to get into the whole man and woman and what constitutes a marriage. Because if you are Christ-centered, you know what a marriage is. It's between a man and a woman. Amen. Amen. And it says here to hold fast to one another by the grace of God. As husband and wife during their earthly lives. It is more binding than a legal contract. It is a covenant made before the eyes of God. So we're going to go into a little bit of the word. This is not the word that we're going to share, but we're including some words so that you understand that marriage was uh, already uh, um, constituted or it was uh, arranged by God himself. No. Amen. Go ahead, Bonnie. Um, It says here, the blending of two and... Well, I'm we're going to go into the word. So oh, I'm sorry. So uh, it says here, uh, somebody that can write it down. It's Genesis 2.18. Mm-hmm. We're going to be reading... 21 and 20 uh, through 24. So Genesis 2, 18. We're skipping then to 21 through 24. So Genesis 2, 18, 21 and tw- uh, through 24. All right. So it says, The Lord God
0: said, It is not good for man to be alone. I will make a helper suitable for him. So the Lord God caused the man to fall into a deep sleep. And while he was sleeping, he took one of the man's ribs and then closed up the place with flesh. Then the Lord God made a woman from the rib he had taken out of man, and he brought her to the man. The man said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. Mm -hmm. She shall be called woman, for she was taken out of man. That is why a man leaves his father and mother and is united to his wife,
1: and they become one flesh. And then we're going to go into Ephesians 5. We're going to be going from 31 to 33, if somebody can write that down as well. Ephesians 5, 31 through 33. It says, for this reason, a man
0: will leave his father and mother and be united to his wife, and the two will become one flesh. This is a profound mystery, but I am talking about Christ and the church. However, each one of you will, I'm sorry, Mm -hmm. also must love his wife as he loves himself, and the wife must respect her husband amen so
1: here we can see that this is uh this was uh instituted by god himself we have to understand that this is a biblical principle that was made by god amen it says here that marriage begins with a promise between a man and a woman to honor and cleave come together to each other for life too many couples depend on love you know that little Mm -hmm. butterfly feeling yep if i don't feel the butterflies i'm not in love with my husband i'm not in love with my wife And that's what we think that uh, uh, relationships or marriage depends on that. So it says here, too many couples depend on love to keep their marriage together. But commitment is the adhesive. It's the glue of marriage. And love is the reward uh, of keeping the promise to stand beside each other through both good and bad times, in both sickness and in health, in both poverty and wealth the process of keeping that promise is what makes love grow between the two of them amen so it's that commitment too many people once the butterflies are gone and listen for some of us the butterflies are gone after the honeymoon right and my my first marriage i think the 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 night of the the honeymoon Mm -hmm. i had an argument it was horrible and sometimes depending on, on the person that you're with and if they're explosive or not, and they have a bad temperament or a quick temper, it depends. Sometimes honeymoon is over very quick. Some people, you know, last in the honeymoon stage for a long time. Right. But we cannot stay in, in a marriage because we we don't, or we do, or we don't feel the butterflies. That's right.
0: right. Definitely. Um, That's you know, important. I, and this is why you see, either people cheat or you know uh end a marriage or relationship because they think that you have to you know constantly be in that place where mm. you have to make me feel some type of way you're not making me happy anymore you're not doing this for me you're not mm. doing this for me right and and oh i think we become so selfish on me 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 like i need yes. to receive you're not loving me how you used to you know you don't do this you don't do that and this is a two-way street. Marriage my is a two-way God. street. Yes. You know, there has to be a lot of uh compromising in marriage. That's right. You know, sometimes I don't feel like getting up to go get my husband a sandwich, mm. but there's times where I go ask him for something and I'm sure he doesn't feel like it, but he'll go he'll get do it. it. For yes, me. yes. You know what I'm
1: saying? So You know it's so funny that you say that because <clears throat> that happens to me a lot. If I'm if I'm tired and I'll ask my husband, "Hey hon, can can you do like a little platter sometimes at night mm-hmm. to watch TV little cheese." Yeah crackers Snacks. and and yeah like a little snack and he without thinking mm-hmm. twice about it he'll go and do it sometimes he'll ask me to do something and i'll be tired and i'll feel some type of way and and i want to say no and then i remember yeah well last time when i asked me he didn't even hesitate guess what Come i do on. i get my butt up and i go and do what he asked me to do why because <laughs> it's a, a two-way street yes. do you know that love is a choice yes love is not a feeling I don't know where we got the thought that love is a feeling. A lot of people say, I fell out of love. Well, pick it up. Where did you drop it? Come on. Where'd you drop it? Because the person is the same person that you married. Yes, they still have imperfections. Yes, you have imperfections. If you fell out of love, well, get back in it. Yeah, it's our
0: job as, you know, a husband and wife to continue to add, you know, flame to that fire. That's right. It's our feed job. It. Yeah, you have to feed it because if not, it's going to die. Because mm. you know what? I, I've i been in a place where, you know, I've loved the person, but I wasn't in love with the person. Okay. But because we're not doing anything to, tú prender ese fuego. So turn on fire, dying, that fire, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And and I've also been in the place where, you know, maybe I've, I felt like I fell out of love mm-hmm. with you. All, although I was, I still loved you. And then I was able to,
1: we were both able to, to bring it back. Exactly, come on. So that is a real thing. It is a real thing, you know, And but it takes people that say to each other, you know what, I choose to wake up every day and I choose to work at this love. Right. I choose to feed this love. Mm-hmm. I choose to love you today. Yes. And you know, a lot of the times people think that it, it it you know it's just a feeling if mm-hmm. the butterflies are not there if you don't move my heart if you don't give me goosebumps and if you don't make me uh, 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 my leg pop every time we kiss you That's know right. the fairy tale thing you know yeah. and when that doesn't happen anymore we think that we're just out of love but as we understand by researching by by learning as we go along love is a choice love is something you choose to do every single day you know my god I, I'll be honest, like,
0: this whole love is a choice thing, I didn't, you know, that wasn't a thing for me to, like, I was in my mid-20s, mm. where I was like, love is really a choice? My like, God. it's not a feeling? I mm. mean, I'm sure that I'm not the only one who has gone through this, right? You know those because- memes that
1: say, uh, how old were you when you found out yeah. that today? <laughs> Today, old. that love was not a feeling, <laughs> it's a choice. How old yeah. were you? And a lot of people are gonna be like this because mm-hmm. they didn't know that it was exactly. a choice. Um, we've gotten a lot of people sending us messages saying, help me, um, I, I fell out of love with mm-hmm. my husband mm-hmm. or you know, vice versa. Listen guys, it's a choice. It is. It's a choice. You don't wanna love that person anymore, that's your choice. <laughs> yeah. But if you do want to work on that marriage, that commitment, then it's a choice as well says here real love means an unconditional commitment to an imperfect person. I'm going to say that again because it is so important for you to understand that real love means an unconditional commitment to an imperfect person. Now, this is not only for marriage. This is also for friendship. Go ahead. I'm going to add to that, that most times or many times we look for conditional love oh if you treat uh, me this uh, way
0: unconditional love from an imperfect person okay is what I meant. okay we we're seeking you know unconditional love from an imperfect person well but perfect th- well <laughs> this is
1: the thing right so the the real love means unconditional commitment right, right, unconditional right, right. love to an <laughs> imperfect person but this is how we do it we love with conditions we love with conditions but we want them to be unconditional come on we gotta That's be right. real This is not you go girl. This is not about you go girl. This is about level up. (laughs) In other words, you gotta gotta turn it around. We want you to be successful. We want you to be up to par. So we gotta give you the good medicine, the real medicine. Amen, so what are we trying to say? A lot of the times it's a double standard. You know what, love me with all my imperfect self, but you gotta walk on eggshells. Mm. You better come correct or else. And I would like to add as well Mm. that too many times
0: we. And I'm speaking for the women because I'm a woman, you know, mm-hmm. uh, we carry some toxic traits that although we may feel like, oh, you know, I, I got a, I got a good marriage. I'm a godly woman. But there's still some things that you need to work on. Come and, on. and I know that, you know, I have those. I have my own. We all have there's, that. Yeah. So there's things that we need to work on because a lot of times we're quick to 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 look at our spouse and say, but you're doing this wrong, but this, but this, but you, but you, but you, but they're looking, they're now, their perspective is totally different because right. they're looking at you mm-hmm. nagging or whatever it is that you do. Right? right. Right. And they're like, okay, well, you're, you're complaining about my imperfection, but I'm looking at one right now. Mm-hmm. You know, so how are we Ooh. going to
1: fix this? exactly let's meet in the middle somewhere you know but it's true and that's why the word of god says that it's easier to see the speck in somebody's eye and not see the log that's coming out of yours Mm -hmm. you know and a lot of the times we do that in a lot of the different areas that that we we walk in Mm -hmm. and um our relationships with our spouses are number one Mm -hmm. a lot of the times that is our number one punching bag yeah absolutely if i'm in a bad mood i'm gonna take it out on my spouse and then you know we, we got to correct these things. We got to correct these things because at the end of the day, this is something that I always tell my husband, he always tells me, you know, all oh, hell can be breaking loose because sometimes it does. You know, accidents here, this person passed away. I just received, you know, notice that one of my uncles passed today. You know, I'm devastated, you know. Yeah. I had to put on extra makeup because I was crying all afternoon. A lot of the times things will happen in your life and the longer you live, the more you're gonna see but we always look at each other and we always say to each other at the end of the day baby is you and me That's your best friend. That's the person that you go mm-hmm. to. The women that are not married, that want to get married, that's the person you're gonna come into accord with. That's the person that God will uh, bring to, to, to bring uh, blessings to your life, to to make you a partner with somebody else, right? To complement your life. Your helpmate. Your You're a yes. helpmate to your husband. Yep. And you got to understand that that's why God brings people together. Said in the beginning that we um, finally read it, said, it is not good for man to be alone. <clears throat> It's not good for man to be alone. Yeah, there's people that will prefer it and God right. will give you the grace to walk it. Right. That's fine. But God Himself said it's not good for man to be alone. So you might be going through a lonely season. That's fine. It's a season and God knows when it's your time to come with uh to come together with somebody, that's right? Home. So it says here, um, like we said, real love means an unconditional commitment to an imperfect person. Mm -hmm. And that is the operative word, imperfect person. Because you're not perfect, that person is not perfect either. And so we come with all our flaws. Unconditional love means exactly what it says. It has no conditions. Mm -hmm. No matter what, I'm gonna love you. No matter what, I'm gonna decide to stay and stick through this, no matter what. Mm -hmm. When you do your vows, they're not just uh, vain words that have no weight. These words are promises. These words are our covenant. They are our commitment before the eyes of God. You are saying, God, be my witness that through thick and thin, through uh, sickness and in health, riches are for poor. Till death do us part, we're gonna be together. Amen. It doesn't say, listen, if you look at me wrong, if you bring me the wrong apples, if you don't take out the trash, we don't say that when we're getting married. And so we have to understand that it's an unconditional love. It's I'm going to love you through your imperfect self as you're going to love me through my imperfect self. Because you can't leave yourself out of the equation. You ain't perfect. None of us are. That's right. Amen. So um, this title, we got it from a book, um, like I said, that I read when I was in my late teens, early 20s. It is called Help Me, I'm Married by Joyce Meyer. It has a different cover now, I think, mm-hmm. and a different title. But if you look it up this way, it'll come up. This is such a good book. I would recommend this hands down. Ladies, anything that is worth having is worth worth working for and investing in. Mm-hmm. you got to invest in yourself. I'm an avid reader. A lot of people don't like to read. I'm an avid reader. I love to read. So we have a couple of books here. I'm going to be talking to you about them at the end. So you can pick some of these books up on your spare time and read, invest into your marriage. Listen, you said till death do you part. And if you're gonna live 80, 90 years, it's a long time. You might as well invest. You might as well read and get some good pointers. That way you can start working on the things that you need to work on. And one of the things that I need to add before we go into those points is, Mm -hmm. you are responsible for you. (laughs) Yeah. Because we get into these marriages and we want to change our spouse. Yes. Stop it! <laughs> You're not a change agent. The only person that can change somebody, his name is the Holy Spirit.
0: And I think that that's why before we say yes to the ring, before mm, we say yes, yes to, to the, the man, dress and the dress, man. the all the good stuff, you know, that you think is like, oh my God, this yes. is what I want right now. Um, you need to make sure that you are a thousand percent that this is the person that you want to
1: be with because it's going to be a long ride a A long ride yes so you have to understand that you know what you are responsible for you you better yourself your spouse betters themselves and you come together and you can be able to have a great marriage a great relationship but if you're always trying to change the other person and you don't look at yourself it's never going to change Ever going to change. You work on you. Yeah. Everybody works on you, right?
0: Grow together.
1: Exactly. You know? Exactly. And it's it's important to understand that. So we're going to go through a couple of things that she says in the book. We just took a couple of points. And nothing uh, too crazy, but go ahead and get the book. Um, I'm telling you, once you pick it up, you're not going to want to put it down. So it says
0: here, the blending of two individuals into one uh, harmonious. harmonious marriage is a process that takes time. God said that marriage will bring two people together and cause them to become as one flesh. I will be the first to admit that making a relationship work is hard and sometimes even painful. Mm. Doing what God says to do is not always easy, but my life is a living testimony that obeying God has greater rewards than I could have ever expected.
1: Guys, marriage is not an easy thing. It's not. You you have to understand that you have two imperfect uh, people. That have two different upbringings, uh, two different families, two different customs, maybe even cultures. Yes, maybe even religions. And you're you're trying to 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 come together and 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 be besties. I mean, oh, yeah. even in, in friendships, you, you have a little bit. Listen, uh, Linda, listen.
0: We go through that at home right now. Mm. Maybe I, I'm okay with something being, you know, a little messy sometimes. And he's like, no, we got to
1: clean it up now. And I'm like, oh, yes, my my husband is military. (laughs) And I was a single mom for a long time. So guess what? I didn't have the time to be cleaning up all the time. So guess what? I had a nice little chair in in my room where all my clothes went every day. Saturday was wash day. We have one of those right you now. You have one of those right now. So <laughs> like right now, you know, my husband is military. He don't go for that. Right. I still got my little corner somewhere. <laughs> Stashed. Sorry, I got my <laughs> stash, you know. And you know, he gets the little heebie-jeebies once in a while. But you know what? We compromise because, you know, he always, uh, heckles me about the being on right, the right, wrong right. side and and the baby wipes uh mm-hmm. the closing up so i said you know why I compromise baby <laughs> got to compromise baby that's good and you got to do these things yes. because guess what if you don't compromise on what they want how do you think they're going to compromise on what you want yeah. this is all about compromising this is about meeting each other in the middle and saying you know what yes one of my sisters says my husband is ocd yeah there's a lot of people that are like that You know, there are things that drive me crazy. There are things that drive him crazy. And you got to meet in the middle. And I always guess what? I always have them in my head when I'm putting the toilet paper. And I I always put it the wrong way. I don't care which way it goes. As (laughs) long as I got toilet paper. But not him. The flap has to be on the over. Right? Mm -hmm. So when I'm putting the toilet paper, I always hear his voice. Put it over. Put it over. (laughs) Just like that. Yeah, over. Right? Yeah. Close the baby wipes. I always hear that. And I do it. Why? Because I love my husband, yeah. because I know that he tolerates some of my craziness. Yep. He tolerates some of my imperfections. And I have a lot, because we all do. Because you always give the best face forward and people don't see it on your selfies. Come on. People think you're perfect, but you ain't.
0: Or the marriage. Oh, <laughs> or we, the marriage. post a picture with your husband and they're like, goals, marriage goals. Marriage goals. You don't know what goes on behind Pop-
1: those doors. Power couple. Power oh couple. Oh my God, you seen that power couple? Yeah and time. you're like really
0: because i heard different <laughs> they post that on their mind in my husband's picture sometimes i'm like
1: girl if you only me, knew you
0: don't know if I just you only him knew. In the butt. <laughs>
1: hey, or he kicked me in or the butt or he kicked me listen and those are <laughs> some of the things that you have to understand this is this is being with somebody that's imperfect yeah
0: i think that uh we need to be really realistic realistic yeah be really realistic when it comes to marriage um, it's not you can't what, fake the funk. Yeah, it's not what the movies tell you is like it's no. not like Disney movies, like oh it, I it love gets, it. It gets real
1: happily ever after. And once you say I do, I wish they had like a part two. Yeah. I want to see Cinderella married behind, yeah. behind the behind scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes behind the scenes because I, I'm sure it'd be on, right? right? Yep. And so we have to understand that that this, this is not a selfie moment. This is not that fake the funk, you know. Real things happen, real arguments happen, yeah. real compromising happens, right. uh, real situations that get you aggravated to the point that you just want to leave. Yeah. And we're gonna be talking about those moments where you start to use mm. emotional manipulation to get mm. your way. We're really gonna get into That's that. Beat. Yeah, uh Leanne says it's not Hallmark. That's, That's right. That's right. So it says here you can become a strong force together in achieving God's plan for both your own pleasure and your impact in the world. Mm. People of God, you must remember that you're not here just because. Mm -hmm. God didn't put you together with your husband just because. There is a divine plan. Mm. God has an ulterior motive for bringing you guys together. There is a mission that together you can complete it better. And a lot of the times we forget that eternal plan of God.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: We think, you know what? god just you know he loves me so much he gave me my prince charming oh he gave me the end the end happily Happily ever after after. (laughs) and you see the little bells cute right yeah no 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 no. god had an eternal plan as to why he brought you together there is something that you need to search for you need to gather to ask god what is it that you want us to do together what do you want us to achieve for the kingdom of god we gotta stop being so selfish and just think Mm. that you know what god just brought us together to make us happy come on we're gonna see that marriage is not about making each other happy does it say that in the word let me tell you something no it doesn't say but i'm sure it implies it let me tell you (laughs) sometimes god will bring sandpaper yeah and maybe your husband might be feeling like sandpaper right now.
0: I'm not saying that God doesn't want us to be happy in marriage, but that is not
1: the the end of time, the end all, of the time, the end exactly. all be all. It, that's not it, you know there are things that are gonna happen that you're gonna have to go through in order to grow, to be stretched. And the person that's gonna sand you down, the person that's gonna stretch you the most, that's gonna take you to the limits. Let me tell you, or bring out your monster, because we all got one. Yeah, everybody got a monster. You know what? We don't We don't want to seem that we growl, but we do. Oh, we do. Yeah. And a lot of the times we give this beautiful face to the people out there. Yeah. But our husbands know who mm. we are for real. If you ever want to know if a, a man is a man of God or a woman is a woman of God, talk to their spouse. That's right. That's right. Talk to their spouse because they know they know the behind the scenes oh they know (laughs) they know right and a lot of the times you'll see them making faces and you know when when i have hey man of god uh i'm considering you for a position i'll be talking to your wife no 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 i'll pray about it you know Uh, but we have to understand that we are imperfect and there is an eternal plan that god wanted to bring together or to bring it out for the kingdom of god by bringing you uh to this person that's the perfect word there's purpose there is purpose in in why the you know you guys Mm -hmm. exactly in the union um so number three down here go ahead
0: to enjoy to and i was gonna say triumph and Mm -hmm. enjoyment (laughs) (laughs) to enjoy triumph instead of tragedy in a marriage couples today need to learn how to keep Uh, the promise they made to each other on their wedding day. In keeping the promise of marriage, the mystery of how two people become one flesh will unfold and God's plan for our own relationship with him will be revealed.
1: Amen. It says here, uh, King James Version of the Bible states in Ephesians 5.31 that a man and his wife shall become one flesh. But many versions of the Bible use the word become rather than be. Thank goodness we get a chance to become, or most of us would disqualify ourselves by the end of the honeymoon. Mm. Come on somebody, because we are not perfect, amen? So we get the chance to become one flesh. That is not a magic trick. You don't wave a wand and say, you know, uh, abracadabra, you've become one. No, it is a lifetime achievement of two people that have decided that they're not gonna give up on each other that they're gonna work hard at this relationship and they're gonna work hard to become one, amen? Amen. Says here, becoming one takes time. Uh, Becoming
0: one takes time and too many couples are giving up on God's plan before the benefit of his design is manifested in their life. Oh, I love that Mm. the marriage vows do not supernaturally bring two individuals into perfect harmony Mm. on the contrary the wedding vows are a promise that they will not give up on each other in spite of their differences sickness and successes Mm. but will commit to waiting on God's plan to work in their lives the Bible says that the process of a man becoming one with his wife is a profound mystery but in it the heart of Christ to his
1: church his church will be revealed my god listen to that last part because i i need you to understand that a lot of the times we think this is just for our enjoyment okay this is just you know for 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 kicks okay marriage is just for kicks it says here the bible says that the process of a man becoming one with his wife is a profound mystery the bible says it's a profound mystery and you want to solve it in in a year Come on. I wanted, I wanted a perfect marriage, but you ain't perfect. So how can you have a perfect marriage? There is no, no such thing. That's right. That's Hollywood. That's Disney. There is no such perfect marriage. I don't care who or what says, if somebody tells you they have a perfect marriage, they're liars. They need to repent. Mm. I won't believe you anyway. I, I Yeah, me <laughs> I'ma tell you, you we, need to repent. We've been there, done that, we know, we know. Okay, listen to what it says. It says that it's a profound mystery. But in that mystery, in that mystery, it says, but in it, the heart of Christ to his church will be revealed. The heart of Christ will be revealed through that mystery. Mm. Oh, my God, I wish somebody, a wife or a husband can say, I want to know Christ's heart through my marriage. I want to know what it is to love unconditional. God showed me your heart. Help me love like you love.
0: I believe that that has to be a prayer that we play, uh, that we pray. Yes, daily. You know why? Because, Show me how to love like you. Because mm. we are selfish people yes. by nature. By nature, we are selfish. Uh, selfish, and one thing that I have learned since I've gotten married is that we need to learn to be selfless. Mm. Selfless. Come on, Can you hear me? Come There's on. There's times where I don't f- like. I said I don't feel like doing anything. Mm. But you know what? Mm. My husband comes through for me, right? And and when you have I be, the Holy Spirit be checking me sometimes, Pastor. Oh, yeah. He be, check, it, he, be check- he be checking me because there's times where I'm like, I don't feel like doing this. And it's just like you said, you know what? I know that he got up and did it for me in a heartbeat. Like he mm. did it with love. He didn't even like, hesitate. Exactly. And I'm just like, dag, I get convicted right on the spot. And I'm like, yes, babe, I got you. And I'll go yeah. do it. So we need to uh, pray that. Like, if you're struggling with being selfish, you know, and just oh, it's all me, 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 and right. nothing for your spouse, then you really need to pray about that.
1: That's right. That's right. We have to understand that this we're a work in progress. You know, you don't got it all together, and it's okay. It's okay, this is why we're having these conversations. We need to check each other, you know? If you're not hearing the Holy Spirit check you, we need to check each other. This is why we brought Level Up, girl, because we're locking arms with you. We are letting you know, you know what? sister, you gotta check yourself, Yeah. you know? And and tonight, if we have some of the gentlemen, brothers, you gotta check yourself because a lot of the times, our friends are just friends that encourage us. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, man. You're your man, man. He be tripping sometimes. Mm-hmm. Our girlfriend's there, girl. you. They got your back. So they're always gonna be you go, girl, kind of mentality. Yeah. But who is gonna stand beside you and say, girl, you wrong? That's right. Girl, you wrong. You disrespected your husband. The Bible says that we should not disrespect our husbands. That's right. We should respect our husbands. Yeah. So you need to go back and you need to apologize. What friend does that? Not many. They're like no no no, girl, you need to kick that guy to yeah. the curb because you look too good, you intelligent, you know. Yeah. They hype you up.
0: Yeah, you need to watch out who you have around you when you're married. You can't just vent to anybody, and that's Ooh. a whole other topic, right? But that's a whole other topic. Be careful who you're venting to, and I'm talking about believers as well because mm. some people are not mature enough to have certain conversations. That's
1: right. That's right. So um, it says here it's time to level up, right? It's time to work on me. That's mm-hmm. one of the one things you're gonna have to learn tonight. Forget about your spouse, work on you. Yes. If you both working on you, then you're both gonna change. That's right. You're both gonna be able to grow. To, to grow together. So work on you. You need to change your perspective. Today you're gonna say, I need to change my perspective. I wanna say it, I need to change my, my perspective. perspective. I'm gonna say it too. I need to change my perspective. Everybody here has space to grow, even me, yeah. even Fanny. Everybody that's watching has space to grow, to work on an area that is messing us, that's tripping us up, that has us entangled, and we don't know how to get out of it. It's like a vicious circle. Mm -hmm. And if we don't check each other, we're not going to grow. So we're going to go over 11 rules on marriage you won't learn in school. So this worksheet, uh, Pastor and I use it, when we're doing premarital or marital counseling, we go through these 11 rules on marriage that you won't learn in school. They're pretty. Some of them are pretty funny, but some of them are real, and we go through them, and, and we kind of talk them out. So we're going to go through them, um, and if you have any questions, you know, you can kind of send us a message later on. So number one uh, rule on marriage you won't learn in school is marriage isn't about your happiness. Come on. It's not about you getting all your needs met through another person. Practicing self denial and self sacrifice, mm. patience, understanding, and forgiveness are the fundamentals of a great marriage. Did you hear those ingredients? I know you don't like them. They taste like vinegar. But guess what? They're good for you. That's right. Amen. If you want to be the center of the universe, then there's a much better chance of that happening if you stay single. That's right. (laughs) Ta-da!
0: They're not (laughs) going to teach you how to
1: It's It's a revelation. Ha! Amen. It's an epiphany. Amen? So marriage isn't about your happiness. You're in a marriage to make that other person happy. You're in the marriage to love that person through their imperfections. And that's why those ingredients of self-denial, denying yourself, even Jesus asks asks you to deny yourself. So don't you think that Jesus might be kind of training you how to be he's plotting he yeah it's a plot it's a plot he already know he already yeah exactly he already knew (laughs) so he's like you know what? i'm gonna teach you self-denial because i'm Mm. telling you you must deny yourself if you want to follow me Mm. so i'm gonna teach you self-denial in your marriage Mm. i'm gonna throw that ingredient in there that's good you gotta see the divine revelation in the mystery of marriage yes you know god is not just trying to make you miserable he's trying to train you to live in the kingdom Mm. oh my god Self-sacrifice, patience, understanding, and forgiveness. Those are the fundamentals of a great marriage. Number two.
0: Uh, Getting married gives a man a a chance to step up and finish growing up. The best preparation for marriage for a single man is to man up now and keep on becoming the man God created him to be. My
1: God, listen, if that's not a a whole truth, I don't know what is. Listen, listen, Linda, listen. Getting married, it gives a, a man a chance to step up, but also gives a chance for the woman to step That's up. Right. You can't be a little a little girl, you gotta grow up mm-hmm. and you gotta understand mm-hmm. that you gotta wear your big woman underwear. Come mm-hmm. on somebody, put
0: your undies up.
1: You gotta put your undies <laughs> up, please. You know, And men also, <laughs> you need to man up. Yeah. You can't be playing video games all day long. That's not a man that has a family, I'm sorry. The culture that we live in today sometimes just aggravates me, I'm sorry. But there's these men that are 40 years old and and they're playing video games all day, and and the woman is with the the children crying and and screaming and raving and dinner. And, Mm -hmm. you know, come on, you got to get it together. Okay. Rule number three it's okay to have one rookie season. Okay. One rookie (laughs) season, but it's not okay to repeat your rookie season. You will make rookie mistakes your first year of marriage. The key is that you don't continue making those same mistakes in your 5, 10, 20 of your marriage. Then you, you're wondering why your uh, your spouse is frustrated with you. Come on, somebody. This goes for both. Yeah. Okay? You can be a rookie your first year, but make sure you learn from your mistakes. You can't be a rookie in year 5. and you're You can't be repeating the same mistakes. You got to check yourself. Amen? It says here rule number 4. Uh, it takes a real man to be
0: satisfied with and love one woman for a lifetime and it takes a real woman to be content with and respect one man for a lifetime if you've
1: promised your life to somebody that is the person that you promised your life to stop looking to the side
0: you know i've i've met people that are like that that um they i I don't know some people don't want to get married because they're like oh i don't you know, want to just give my life to one one person. person? Like, you know, can I get some wiggle room? You know, you're never people like that are never going to be happy because they're never going to be satisfied. You gotta with keep one it moving. Person.
1: You gotta keep it moving with people like that. Yeah,
0: you don't even mm. set up yourself for failure with people like that. No.
1: Uh, it says here rule number five: Love isn't a feeling. See, I told you, wasn't a feeling. Love is commitment. It's time to replace the D word, which is divorce, with the C word, which is commitment. Divorce may feel like a happy solution, but it it results in long-term toxic baggage. You can't begin a marriage without commitment. You can't sustain one without it either. A marriage that goes the distance is really hard work, okay? If you want something that is easy and has immediate gratification, then go shopping or play a video game. Don't get married. If you want something that's instant gratification, because marriage takes a lot of hard work. Yeah. Amen. Rule number six.
0: Um,
1: Online relationships
0: with old high school or college flames, emotional affairs, sexual affairs, and cohabiting are shallow and illegitimate. uh, illegitimate substitutes for the real thing. Emotional and sexual fidelity in marriage
1: are the real thing. Did you hear that emotional and sexual fidelity in marriage are the real thing? If you are with your spouse and you're being intimate and you're thinking about your boo uh, two years ago, or you know you smell a, a fragrance and it reminded you uh, of your ex-boyfriend or your ex-girlfriend and you start daydreaming, that is emotional and mental infidelity. That is a thing, Jesus said it. If you think about a woman, uh, that is uh, considered that you did the sin
0: right or having those exes online as friends and Come on, some somebody. way somehow y'all just start you know just a little emoji or a like and Ooh. then it starts a conversation and all of a sudden here you are emotionally cheating on your spouse Come on, having
1: conversations that you shouldn't be having with So him now, or with her so now you're posting selfies cuz last time Ooh. your ex liked it and you know what subconsciously Attention. you want you want that like You want that person's attention. And nobody else knows, but you know, and God knows. And that's the problem because even though your spouse doesn't know, God knows. And he he checked you off. And guess what? That right there gives birth to sin because it starts to unravel and the devil got your number. Mm. And I just Mm. want, I also want to mention, it doesn't have to be an, an
0: ex. It could be somebody else anybody any random person that's right entertaining conversations with other people you know all of a sudden it's all fun and games in the beginning you're just laughing right and now you start getting personal you know talking about oh you know my husband doesn't do this or my wife doesn't do
1: that and then you're opening the door to the devil yeah you're giving him a foot a foothold so then it it will become a stronghold you gotta make sure you cover every crack every door everything that has been open you gotta close it if there's people that you know that, you know, go off the deep end or you know that they, they are a little disrespectful, yes. knowing that you're married, on. you got to cut them off. Yes. You got to block, the delete. I'm sorry. Yes. Your marriage is more important. That's right. Your spouse is more important. Amen. It says here, mm-hmm. women spell a, a romance relationship. Men spell romance S-E-X. Mm-hmm. If you want to speak romance to your spouse, become a student of your spouse. Mm-hmm. Enroll in a lifetime a lifelong romantic language school and become fluent in your spouse's language listen this is not a one-hit wonder this is not i'm gonna get to know you over dinner on our first date this is a lifetime achievement this is a, a a lifetime enrollment into the school of your spouse learn their favorite colors their favorite ice cream their favorite music uh you know get to know them for real you know sometimes when me and my husband go out, we've been married now for uh, going on six years. Mm-hmm. And even when we go out to dinner now, I'll sit there and say, "Can you think of something that you have told me about you? A funny story, something when you were a kid, or something <laughs> like that." I like to, uh, you know, break the ice yep. of the monotony yep. of oh man, the kids. And and guess what? If you're out to dinner, you not, you know, leave the kid situation for something else. Yep. Talk romance. I to I want to get to know you better. Mm-hmm. Hey, tell me about the the one time that, you know, you cut school or something or you know, who was your mm-hmm, first girlfriend? Mm-hmm. I want to know. Spontaneous like, conversation. Yes, yeah, spontaneous conversation. <laughs> Say something funny, something weird, something crazy. Mm-hmm. You always have to be enrolled in the school of your spouse, amen. That's just going to bring so much joy to you because there's things that uh sometimes we skip, maybe sometimes we forget to mention. You never get to know anybody 100%. Especially because we're over we're always evolving. And I think l- knowing
0: your spouse's love language is extremely important. Oh, yes,
1: I have that here. We're going to be talking about that. Um,
0: Yeah, knowing your, your spouse's love language is extremely important because, you know, imagine your your spouse, I don't know, wanting a hug and you're, you know, giving them chips or something. like. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you're not filling your spouse's mm, love tank. And so Lord. we need to, um, like what Pastor's saying, be intentional about finding out what you know is
1: filling up your husband or your wife's love tank that's right sometimes our our spouses are going on empty yeah and we think that they're being filled just because we're there because we're too cute right and their their tanks are empty and then we then i'm not condoning going outside the marriage but then we want to wonder why people are looking to the left and to the right right. handle your business Definitely. I'm sorry, but you gotta handle your business. Mm-hmm. You have to make sure that your spouse's tank is full. It's your responsibility. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know your 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 uh, spouse's love language, how are you gonna do it? Mm-hmm. You might be vacuuming, thinking I'm doing, you know, her a favor, and she wants a hug. Yeah. And that's like trying to uh, put uh, regular gas in in a premium gas car. You're filling it up with guys, but ain't gonna run great. Yep.
0: Or you're trying to love them the way that you feel that
1: you should be loved. Exactly. Mm.
0: And it's incorrect.
1: Uh number eight.
0: Uh, during courtship, opposites attract after marriage, opposites can uh repel, repel mm. each other. You married your spouse because he or she is different. Difference are god differences, differences are God's gift to you to create new capacities in your life. Mm. Different isn't wrong, it's just different.
1: My god. Differences are God's gift. I know it doesn't look like a gift, but God wants to stretch you in different capacities. And the only way that he can stretch you is with the person that sleeps next to you. That's right. Because <laughs> they cover, They undercover for Jesus. And through them, God is trying to change you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're trying to change your spouse and God is trying to change you. Yeah. And you don't realize it. My God. Oh, I felt that one different isn't wrong it's just different listen there's a lot of things that when you were dating, oh my god that's so cute oh lord that is so oh my god you're so (laughs) cute you're so adorable and then when you get married you're like really dude you're gonna continue to do that you've had those moments you're not even funny anymore that's not (laughs) even funny i'm not even gonna laugh anymore right get it together yeah it's real those things are real come on somebody we're not making these things up Those married people, you know what we're talking about. Rule number nine. Uh,
0: Pornography robs men of a real relationship with a real person, and it
1: poisons real
0: masculinity, replacing it with the toxic killers of shame, deceit, and isolation.
1: Porn. Pornography.
0: uh, Siphons. Siphons off a man's drive for intimacy with his wife. Marriage is not for whims, except
1: no substitutes. Listen to that. Amen, and this is is gonna go for women and men because with the culture we're living in now, women and men are into pornography. Listen, that robs you of a real relationship, okay? That is fake. In other words, as as soon as they do a scene, it says, cut. That is not real. And when you expect your wife or your husband to perform as what you saw in a, a pornography flick, You're setting yourself up for failure. That is not what God wants for you. Amen. And that opens the door for demons. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that right now. That opens up the door for the devil to come into your marriage and wreak havoc. Listen, marriage as it is, is hard. Mm -hmm. You don't need the devil helping you out. Come on. I'm telling you that right now, do not open those doors. Leave those doors closed. Listen, if you want to go ahead and do a skit, go ahead and do a skit with your spouse. That's what I'm saying. You know what?
0: You You can be
1: the secretary and you know, you know what I'm talking about. Get the glasses on, the little mini skirt, we good. (laughs) What I'm saying to you is if you are the type of person that you need creativity all the time, come up with a skit, put some lights on. I don't know, do a little show. Get creative. Get creative. Get jiggy with it. I don't know. What's the word that we use nowadays in the culture? I don't know. I don't know. Get freaky. I don't know. Listen, <laughs> you have to make sure that your spouse's tank is full yes. in every aspect of the word. What does that mean? Whatever that means for you. I can't write the book for you. I could. I only know I'm in, in enrolled in my husband's school mm-hmm. and he's enrolled in mine. You got to work at it but pornography will open the door for demons to come and tear your marriage apart don't fall into the trap of the enemy amen that is robbing you of a real real relationship rule number ten
0: as a home is built it will reflect the builder Mm. i love that most couples fail to consult the master architect and his blueprints for building a home instead a man and woman marry with two sets of blueprints his and hers as they begin building they discover that a home can't be built from two very different sets of
1: blueprints oh my god so you get into marriage you have a a blueprint as to what marriage should be because you come with uh preconceived notions uh unrealistic expectations Mm -hmm. uh of what you saw your parents go through of what he saw his parents go through now those are the blueprints of what you think your marriage should be when you get into breaking the ground to construct the building all of a sudden, you're reading from your blueprint. No, the wife is supposed to be uh, 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 pregnant and barefoot. And then the the guy, uh, the, the woman's like, what? I'm a career woman. Mm-hmm. And you start to build this home, and now you're at each other's throat because you have two different blueprints trying to build one home. That's deep. Funny just read that you will, if you do not consult the master architect and his blueprints for your marriage, not your blueprint. God doesn't want to repeat your your, your uh, parents' marriage. That's right. God wants to orchestrate and construct a new marriage. Because he has different plans for you and your spouse, for the kingdom of God. Mm-hmm. So because he is our architect, he is the master constructor, we need to ask him for his blueprints. Lord, what do you want our home to look like? Have you ever prayed that? Mm. Lord, what do you want our relationship to look like? Lord, what is going on? What do you want us to do for the kingdom of heaven? That's good. And God will reveal to you what your marriage should look like. Not what your parents' marriage look like. Not what your best friend's marriage looks like. Not what your co-workers' marriage looks like. But what yours is supposed mm. to look like. It's like a, a fingerprint. Yeah. It's unique. Unique, yep. But if you want to ask the master... Architect, how will we know? That's right. And that's why sometimes you
0: have uh, couples looking at other people's relationships, trying to build off of what measuring, they have. Measuring. Trying to measuring
1: up. Oh, they just bought a house. Let me go buy a house. Ooh, keeping up with the Joneses. Yes.
0: Come on, somebody. We always, it's, it's like a never ending,
1: you know. Yeah. You're always trying to reach more and reach more. And yeah. a lot of people get into debt because of that. They get into crazy things because of that because you're always trying to keep up with somebody else and look they bought a new car i think we it's time for us to get rid of our our little hoopty
0: yeah i think that it's super important before i mean this is for those that probably are courting or sing or are single at this point but have the hard conversations because I, I remember back in the day, you know, before I was even married, like it, it was just like I'm just dating this person. I wasn't thinking about long term. You mm. know, is this person going to be a good husband? Is this person going to be a good dad? A good father. How is yes. this person going to manage our home? You know, mm. do I have to push financially? Him? Mm. Will I have to push him to be, you know, the man of the house? Or uh, you know, am I going to be the head? Ooh. Like that's it's all out of place. That's so, so. deep. Yeah, um, you definitely got to have the hard conversations. Um, marital um, counseling. counseling is awesome. Like, I-, I loved it. I wish it was longer. <laughs> so, it's only
1: seven weeks, girlfriend. Yes. We good.
0: But yeah, definitely, you got to have the hard conversations. There's a
1: lot of there's a lot of things that you can learn. There's a lot of things that will uh, give ingredients to a better marriage, to a better relationship. I'm an avid reader. I love to read. I love to dive in, I love to study. Um, you know, if you want a, a successful marriage, we don't get uh we can get pointers, but it's only when we're in there. I mean, I'll ask you, you went to you went through this uh premarital counseling uh session that me and pastor uh came up with. But um we usually do like a, another uh counseling session after a year in marriage because you have a different perspective. Mm uh talking to somebody that went through this counseling session what would you say that you know you you got all this information and you were like so predisposed to say oh my god yes this is great information i got this though Mm -hmm. i got this Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. and your perspective i'm sure has changed since then
0: of course i think that um you don't know what you're getting into till you're in it you know um and then you start experiencing all of the things that are mentioned in um in the counseling and you're like oh well everything was all good and dandy then but now i'm actually living this now and like, i got feelings feelings are involved exactly and because your feelings are involved now you're reacting differently than what you thought you would react mm. you know when you're sitting there all happy yeah and so like, man this is
1: such a yes, good course yes, man yes. <laughs> it's so good until so you're living in then you're like exactly. it's not so good <laughs> listen and i'm not i know that we're like oh my god but
0: uh marriage, my marriage is awesome. I'm not, yes. I'm not here complaining. Listen, yes. I'm, I'm happily married. I'm blessed. But um, it's just being realistic about yes. marriage. And I think that that's what we need to get that's through our right. head, being realistic. Yes, we're going to argue. Yes, we're going to disagree. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's not always going to be my way. Sometimes it has to be his way or that's it's right. not always going to be, you that's know, right. vice versa.
1: And we, ha- we have to understand that. I think that a lot of the times, uh, I always say this in church, Um, Because people would want to uh, go to a church where the pastors are perfectly married and everything Mm is, uh, you know, it's just dandy and they're walking on water and they have halos (laughs) and sometimes the wings pop out. There's pastors that are like that, but I'm always very real with my congregation and I always tell them I'm sorry. We're going to mess up. Sometimes we're going to walk in, in, into church and I'm going to want to wring his neck and he's going to want to wring mine. Yes. But at the end of the day, I love my husband. At the end of the day, I know he is the prince that God gave me. Yep. At the end of the day, he is my gift from God. Yes. At the end of the day, I go to sleep with that man and I am in love with him to the point of no return. Yes. Is it easy? No. Is it work? Yes.
0: It's worth it too.
1: But it's worth it. It it. is worth it because you know what? I get to learn God's heart through loving my husband. Amen. Last rule says how how you will be remembered has less to do with how much money you make or how much you accomplish and more with how you have loved Mm -hmm. and how you have lived. The important things in life are not how much money you made. Yes, money is important. You need to pay your bills. You need to reach goals. I'm not saying no, but being remembered, your legacy has more to do with how you loved, how you lived, the relationships that you kept, than yeah. how much money, how many promotions, uh, how many different jobs or skill sets you had. It has less to do with that. I always say that there's uh, there's things that are lasting, there that you remember them mm-hmm. for the rest of your life. You know, you don't want to be in your deathbed and say, you know what, I have a million dollars in my bank account. You can't take it with you anyway you would want to be in your death bed and say i love to the point of no return i live to the best of my ability i loved hard i loved hard and i and i don't apologize for it unapologetically yes. i loved yes. you know and those are the things we have to remember remember this uh, uh the people that are listening unfulfilled expectations can evolve into demands <laughs> Sometimes we have unrealistic expectations of unperfect people. And we want to just demand, demand, demand. And a lot of the times we then start to use emotional manipulation Mm. to get our way. Guys, this is just part one marriage has a lot of different things that we can talk about we're not going to go into all of them because we would be here for a series (laughs) only on marriage but we will have part two next week we're going to be talking about emotional manipulation we're going to talk a little bit about communication tactics and conflict resolution points and pointers uh we're just going to take a few here and there we're not you're not going to be A master of the subject by the end of this course Uh, this is just a podcast we're just you know bringing some points to the table so uh, you can check yourself um, in other words so you can come up to level in your relationship or if you do want a relationship advice holla at your girl holla at your girl yes (laughs) amen send me a message Uh, we would uh, we do uh, marital counseling Um, I have some of the girls there that uh, we've already spoken. Mm -hmm. We'll be uh, uh, getting some some time into the schedule. But uh, send me a message. Uh, It's uh, seven weeks uh, and we can meet every two weeks or that you have homework, you have things you got to work on. Um, It's really interesting. A lot of people that have taken it have learned a lot. Um, they're able to uh, use it in their marriage. It's even better when you're already married because you know what we're talking about when we go through the marital counseling. We also have a version for those that are doing premarital so that they get a taste and they get some equipment and tools for when they get into marriage. But it's also great as you're already married, you already know what we're talking about. Girls and guys, these are some of the books that I am going to let you know about. I'm going to be just showing them really quick. You can rewind later on and kind of write them down. Uh, this is the couple's checkup everybody goes to the doctor for a checkup. This is the couple's checkup. It has a code when you buy the book. Unfortunately, it only has for one test. Yep. Um so when you use it it's going to ask you uh many questions on both of you. It'll spit out um a report and tell you where you're strong, where your relationship is strong, and when your relationship is weak. That way you can work on it. This is one of the ones that we we use in our marital counseling. So there's a great book. It's called The The Couple Checkup, okay? So you can rewind it later and kind of see that. Uh, One of the ones that we love to do and we go through is the love there it comes with a movie, it's actually one of the uh, movies that we uh, ask you to do for one of the uh, assignments. Mm-hmm. It's called The Love There. okay? This is the seven principles for making marriage work. Seven principles to make marriage work. This one is marriage meetings for lasting love, 30 minutes a week to the relationship you've always wanted. Listen, there is no five steps to a better marriage but these are some pointers. I, I, I want to correct the author. Let's be realistic. Let's be realistic, okay? There's no uh, uh, five points to to the perfect marriage. There is no perfect marriage. These are great pointers mm. that you can do together. These are 30 minutes a week, uh, uh, a week to the relationship you always wanted. So loving your husband, wives, you can uh, pick this up. I think there's also one that says loving your wives. Okay, you can tell I love to read uh this is in spanish but it is the uh, the five love languages by gary chapman he's really good he also has the ones for children the five love languages of children you need to know how your children uh receive love so you can fill their tank okay and they have the same one for uh in english for your marriage and then lastly workbook for boundaries in marriage you can have a workbook there's so many different things that you can uh, read As you can see, I'm an avid reader, I love to read. Anything that's worth having is worth working for. Invest, take some time, don't wing it. There's other people that have studied this for years. There's people that use their their, uh, uh, testimony as something that you can learn from. That book that I told you in the beginning uh, from Joyce Meyer is one of my favorite books, Help Me, I'm Married by Joyce Meyer. She is an excellent author. I'm telling you, you're not going to want to put this book down. Amen. Um, so go ahead and order some of these books on Amazon or go to uh, their website. You can also order them from there. We have some. Uh, we have a word, quickly, because I don't want to leave you without the word. And then we have our um, affirmations. Okay, so the word today is in Hosea three one.
0: Uh, and it says, then the Lord said to me, go and love your wife again, even though she commits adultery with another lover. This will illustrate that the Lord still loves Israel, even though the people have turned to other gods and love to worship them.
1: Oh, my God. Girls, why did you pick that? That's horrible. Hosea 3.1, that is horrible. God is telling a man to go and, and get married to a prostitute to go and get this this woman, go get her. She, she went to sleep with another man, go get her, bring her back and, and take her in and love her. Because I wanna show Israel, I wanna illustrate how much I love them, that even though the people have turned to other gods, I still love them. If you're asking yourself why God has allowed so many crazy things to happen in your marriage, he's just trying to show you how unconditionally he loves you. If you find yourself crying and saying, God, it's so hard to love this maniac person. Now, I'm not talking about men or women that beat each other up. I'm not talking about, you know, the toxicity that comes with all that stuff. I'm not talking about that. If a person isn't into drugs and they're beating you up and they're beating your children, I'm not asking you to stay. I'm not saying that, that's not where we're going. What I'm saying to you is this, a lot of the uh, imperfections that God has allowed for you guys to come together, he is showing you his love through loving that imperfect person. Mm -hmm. So if you find yourself complaining as to why your spouse is so imperfect, look up and say, how can I love this person that's so imperfect? Just look up and say, well, God, You love me and I'm imperfect because God still loves us with all our junk, with all our dirty self, with all the sins that we commit on an everyday basis, as many times as we go after other gods. But pastor, I don't pray to any saints. Listen, nowadays, a God can be anything that takes your love away from God. A God can be anything that takes your attention away from God. And so, so many times God is calling us, but we're just going after other gods. Come on. And so God is teaching us. You see how hard it is to love a rascal? Yeah. But I still love you. Yeah. I still pursue you. Mm -hmm. I still gave my life for you. And a lot of the times we want to let go of marriages when they get tough, when they get hard. But God is telling you tonight, Anything worth having is worth working for. But through this marriage, I'm going to show you that although it's hard to love an imperfect person, I still loved you. Come on. I still give myself for you. Mm-hmm. And if God did it for you, are you better than him? Come on. Are you better than him that you you can't love an imperfect person? You can't forgive and let go? God will check you. That's right. In a New York second, he will check you mm-hmm. and say, you know what? How, how much junk have I forgiven you for? Yeah, you look at your at your husband, and you're like, no, nah, no, nah, that's it. That's my last draw. I'm on. You on your last string, boy. Come on. Boo. You on your last uh, on your last draw. And 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 husbands, same thing. Girl, I'm not taking your junk anymore. Yeah. Well, how much junk has God taken from you? How many times have you turned away from God, and He keeps pursuing you, mm-hmm. and He He keeps calling you, and He was beaten for you, and He gave His life for you." He left his throne for you. But yet we want to be all big and bad and say, "Uh -uh. uh-uh, uh-uh. Sandra says his love is reckless. I love that. I love the song. I love that word. His love for us is so reckless, yet we look at ourselves and say, "Uh uh-uh. He made me cry. That's it. Disqualified. That's a whole word.
0: I have nothing to add to that. Oh, my God. It just reveals the heart of God, how God, you know, forgives and continues to to accept us even after we continue failing him day yes. and day and day
1: and day. Yeah, we want to sit on a pedestal and we want to judge another human imperfect person for their 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 failures or their imperfections or their downfalls or, you know, at the end of the day, when you, because guess what? You're going to get old. Yeah, We're all going to get old. You're going to need somebody that you've invested in. Yep. that you've invested in, that's going to be there for you. How many people want to trade their, their wives or their husbands for the newer model? Mm. Then at the end of the day, the newer model kicks you in the butt because yep. they don't want your old butt. <laughs> it happens so many times because we think that the grass is always greener on the other mm-hmm. side. And we don't know that the person that we have next to us will give it all. They're yes. right, they're ride or die people. Yeah. And a lot of the times we trade those ride or die people for foofy people Mm -hmm. that will leave us at a drop of a hat. That's right. You got to get it together. Got to get it together and understand what is important. At the end of the day, is you and that person, that person that has gone through, you know, thick and thin through you, has been in the hospitals when you've been sick. You know, I got married and, and seven months into my marriage, my husband had a heart attack. He had open heart surgery. It's like he became a baby again and I had to take him a shower, how to take care of him, how to feed him, you know? And I was able to show God's love to him through that situation. Mm-hmm. He was able to see at seven months that we were married, that this was for real, Yeah, that I really loved him. And he says it all the time when he says his testimony. He said, if one thing I know is that my wife loves me, mm-hmm. because at the, at the seven month mark, when we were newlyweds, God allowed this to happen to show me the kind of love that she had mm-hmm. for me. And sometimes God will allow you to go through things to show you that the person that's next to you is the real thing. Yeah. It's not everything that shines is glitter because that girl that you see that has that little itty bitty waist and you're thinking, man, I wish my wife looked like that or I wish my husband had the six pack. What if your husband has a keg? If he loves you, who cares? It's not a, about looks because at the end of the day, when you have dentures, look let me tell you something. Uh, uh, Bishop Jakes always says that he always imagined himself and, and Sarita Jakes, you know, sitting in the in the uh outside of the house in their Borch. little porch with uh with uh glasses of iced tea mm-hmm. and then uh they're taking out their dentures and putting it in 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 their tea or something to that effect. Listen, those are those are relationship goals. Yes. Those are real relationship goals. Those are power couples. People that will look at themselves and say, I want to grow old with you. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to take out my dentures and smile at you. (laughs) Could you imagine that? Uh Those are real relationship goals. Not all this crazy stuff that people are fake. Come on, people. You got to check yourself. Jesus is trying to show you how to love through that reckless love. That you will forgive and continue to forgive and continue to love, love hard, love with everything you got. At the end of the day, God has brought you together for uh, an eternal purpose. you got to figure that out. Amen. Amen. It has been real. We're going to finish up with some affirmations. Get ready for that. Yes. Let's just,
0: wherever you are, I don't know if you're listening with your spouse, if you have your spouse next to you, but this is something that you both can open up your mouth and just declare this. Um first i declare to choose to love daily i declare that i will choose to love daily i declare that i will love my spouse unconditionally Mm. i i declare that i choose to reflect god's love through loving an imperfect person oh it's a whole word i declare that i will walk in grace And I
1: declare that I will honor my spouse. Nice. Um, I know that there's a lot of things that you could have taken from this. Um, It's important for you to rewatch it if you have to rewatch it. Take notes down. Um, Have conversation with your spouse. If they weren't on the live, watch it on the replay with them. You know, have conversation. This is good uh, conversation openers. Yes. You know when we were going through the 11 uh, rules they don't teach you in school go through those and say hey that's funny but look uh you know i can remember a time when or something to that effect ladies it has been real thank you so much for tuning in if you haven't uh tagged 10 women go ahead and tag 10 women on the comments and we will be picking um from uh, uh two women to give you some of these beautiful shirts that our sister terry donate it to uh, Level Up Girl so that you can have some beautiful shirts. Go ahead and do that. We will be uh, sending you a message if you want, and we will be announcing your name next week so that we can be able to uh, choose our winners. Ladies, we love you. God bless you. May you be continue to be blessed all through the week. And we have a uh, part two next week.
0: Yes. I want to mention we still have some Level Up Girl t-shirts available. If you have not purchased yours, you can go on the uh, website right here yeah. on the screen, lhm1.org and go ahead and purchase yours. We still have the deal going on. We have a
1: Valentine's deal going
0: on, which uh, has free shipping. Okay. So yeah, mm-hmm. go check that out. Um, I think that Pastor Lucy posted a video uh, with the code. If you need the mm-hmm. code, uh, you can message us and we will share it with the you. The code
1: is love316. There you go. John316. But it's
0: love316. So we still have some of the prophetic tees. If you're interested in purchasing a level up girl t-shirt for 20 bucks and are interested in one of the prophetic tees, you'll get another, you'll get one of those for only $10. Um, So private message us if you're interested in that. And then of course, go to the podcast, go on whatever platform you listen to podcasts, whether it's Apple, Google, Spotify, uh, Spotify, whatever, Anchor. Go ahead and uh, subscribe. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have an Apple, go and please leave us a review. It just uh, lets other people know, um, you know, what the podcast is about and how it's being uh, effective in your life. And it uh, also uh, moves us up um, in rank or in place mm-hmm. yes. for other people to be able to find the podcast. Right. So share help this with us. somebody. Yes. yes,
1: amen. And we're also working on some other merchandise, so keep uh, an eye on the website. Uh, Check it once in a while so that you can see what we have. We will be offering other different merchandise. Ladies, it has been real. We love you so much. Thank you for joining us tonight. It has been another great episode, Uh, season two, episode five of your show, our show. Level up, girl. Girl. We love you. God bless you. Bye-bye.
0: Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl,